Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys this week. As always, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I always love to just express my my gratitude for you all at the beginning of these episodes. If you're new here, like I said, my name's Whitney. I'm a professional astrologer, tarot reader, and someone who just loves spirituality and personal development and manifestation and all that good stuff. So welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for being here. So I am just going to jump right into it. Um, As some of you already know, this is my part three, I think. Is that where I'm at? Three? Part three of a little mini series I've been doing on healing and just some of the things that I've been learning about on my personal healing journey. Last week, I talked about, I think it was last week. I think last week I did, I talked about self-love, I think, question mark. I should know this. I don't. Um, Either way, uh, this week we're going to be talking about the mother wound because this was something that I recently learned about um, just on my little self-love journey that I've been on that totally blew my mind. And when I learned about it, you know, naturally, I just, I really wanted to share it with you guys because that's just how I am. Like, I I learn about stuff that I find is helpful and useful and I get all like hyped about it and then I just want to share it with everybody. So yeah, so that's, this is what we're, what we're going to be talking about this week. So I'm just going to go ahead and just dive right into it. Um, First, I'm going to talk about like, what is the mother wound for anyone who's like listening and you're like, what the fuck is this? Um, Basically, I mean, the way I perceive it, I'm sure there's probably a more technical definition, but um, what I understand about the mother wound is that, is that the mother wound is just basically any issues you may have had around your mother, to be honest. Um, and this could, this can show up in a lot of different ways. It could be as extreme as you know you maybe you had a mother that left you as a child that like just literally walked out on you maybe you had a mother who was an alcoholic or an addict who just emotions like just wasn't available or even just maybe they didn't have an addiction issue but they were just not they weren't emotionally available to you um this can also show up as like abandonment which is something i'm going to talk about a little bit later um I, i actually just realized that abandonment issues are actually i mean not just like pretty common but like abandonment issues can come up um from a bunch of things in like a lot of really subtle ways um yeah so that's kind of like what it is so like if you if you grew up just having issues with your mother in any way it can be big or small um that's basically like what it is and then another thing I just want to quickly mention if you're someone who is if you, if you just want a little more insight into your mother or how you may have perceived your mother or what that dynamic may have been like, you can always go go look at your natal chart and look at your moon sign and just look to see what sign your natal moon was in when you were born because your the moon, it rules the mother. Um, that's just naturally like what it's associated with. So in astrology, you can actually tell a lot about someone's mother by looking at their moon sign. And this is something I go over in all my natal chart readings. When I sit down with clients, I always kind of, when I do their moon sign analysis, I always throw in this little tidbit about like how they may have perceived their mother growing up or how 
their mother may have uh, come across. And then depending on where their moon is in their chart, sometimes I'm able to see like, okay, your mom influenced this area of your life or you maybe you had these other issues with your mom or whatever. So those are just like little things that I do. And yeah, you can tell a lot about just how you may have perceived your mom by looking at your moon sign. So like, for example, in my case, my moon sign is in Capricorn. And Capricorn is a sign that's very like it's known for like being very ambitious and hardworking. And with my mother, my mom was always pushing me to work and to be better and to do better. And like, you know, from the time like I was really I was like probably like 13, maybe even younger because my mom started working when she was like 11. She used to do like a paper route. And so when I was like 11 or 12, she like was like pushing me to get a job, even though like kids that age can't legally get jobs <laughs> like you really can't work most places unless you're like at least 16 um but my mom was just always pushing me to like work harder and do better and you know be successful and be the best and that was just like a recurring thing in my life and I feel like that very much relates to my my Capricorn moon so that's like one example if your moon is in like Sagittarius for example you may have viewed your mother as being very like free-spirited and funny and like maybe she really likes to travel and she's really smart and well-rounded. Those are just kind of some ideas of how astrology can sort of show you the relationship dynamics that you may have had with your mother. And I, I really just wanted to kind of throw that in because as you know, I'm, I'm a professional astrologer first, so I really like to throw in that stuff. Um, the next thing I'm going to go over is like, what are the signs of having a mother wound? And I think from what I've kind of concluded, it just seems like a lot of the signs tend to tend to be a lot of the same stuff that shows up when someone just has an absent parent or a parent who just wasn't there or even like, you know, an addict parent or an abusive parent or whatever. Um, I have a list here. One of the things that came up when I was doing research on this, um, someone said that having low self-worth no matter what is a sign of having a mother wound and that really hit home for me because I was just like wow like like relatable content here um like you know it just it really brought me back to my childhood and some of the things I sort of struggled with growing up um so that was that was the first thing I wanted to mention the second thing I would say I think sometimes like depending on the, the mother wound you have and how it played out for you. I think sometimes if we have issues with other women in our lives, whether they're older or younger, I think that can indicate a mother wound because we're sort of projecting or replaying this relationship in our heads, even though it's not the same relationship. That's very common. Um, another one is perfectionism. Perfectionism is huge. Like if you had a very critical mother who was always pushing you to be the best and, you know, be the best and do the best and whatever, and just pushing you to succeed, which isn't isn't really always a bad thing, but depending on how they did it, I think um, that can definitely lead to a, a perfectionist um, attitude. So that's another one. People pleasing and seeking approval, I think, can definitely be another because maybe you had to do certain things to earn your mother's approval or her love. And that's huge, I would say. Um, abandonment issues, like I said, like and abandonment issues. From what I found out. Um, I actually learned this listening to an another podcast called The Self-Love Fix that I'm kind of obsessed with. Um, she, the, oh my God, her, I'm blanking on her name at the moment, but the the girl who does that show, oh, you know, it's Beatrice Kamal. Yes, her. She was, um, 
she was talking on that show and she was saying how abandonment issues can sometimes like you can have abandonment issues if you had a mother who worked a lot and she just wasn't around like if, if she had to go to work because if you're really little like you can't you can't fully understand that you know oh my mom's just going to work and you know she's she's just doing what she has to do to put food on the table um when you're really little your your brain it's still developing so it just it takes everything so personally and because of that it's like little kids can't always comprehend the idea that like their mom's just going to work so that she can pay the bills and take care of you um little little kids tend to take that very personally so abandonment issues can even show up through stuff like that um obviously it definitely comes out like if you have a parent who maybe passed away at a really early age i think or a parent who um you know, obviously just like left and walked out or was absent. I think all those kind of play into it. And then my the, my last thing that I have written down here is an insecure attachment style. So if you don't know what that is, um, attachment styles are kind of, it's basically what it sounds like. It's, it's how you attach to other people, whether that is like in a romantic relationship. Um, but it really comes back to how you were attached to your parents. And so a lot of times people either have an anxious attachment style where they're like always like if something happens, like they're always worried like, oh my God, did I do something? I Maybe I need to fix this. Like they, they have this anxiety around their relationships where if something bad happens, they feel like they have to fix it almost immediately and they think that everything's their fault and they have to jump in and like save everyone. Um, and then you have the avoidant attachment style, which is where, you know, it's pretty much, again, it's exactly what it sounds like where people might be um, kind of emotionally unavailable. If you if they get into a fight with their partner, they might just shut down or walk away or leave. Um, that tends to be really common with that. And then you have the secure attachment style, which is just, you know, you don't you don't avoid, you don't feel anxious. It's just this healthy attachment style where you're, you're not as worried and you're probably, I would imagine, able to communicate better with your partner and to you know give each other space and um just really talk to them about how you're feeling so yeah I definitely think insecure attachment styles can come up with the mother wound um yeah so those are those are the signs I would say of just having it um and then lastly the third section of this podcast. I'm actually really, I feel like I say this every episode, but I'm like, I can never judge how short or how long these episodes are going to be when I write them down in my notes because I feel like sometimes I have so much to say and other times I, I don't as much. So I don't know. But anyways, I told you guys I would put this episode out. So I'm doing it. I'm here. Yeah. So it might be a shorter episode than I anticipated, but that's okay because I think you guys are still going to get a lot of good info out of this episode. So the last section that I wanted to go over is like just, you know, basically how do you overcome the mother wound? And really what I've come to learn is like all of this stuff I've been learning, like it really all just comes down to self-love and learning to love yourself because I really think that when we are raised in environments where we didn't get the love and attention that we needed or when we just I don't know we we have parents that aren't always the healthiest to be around or we have a really unstable living situation or maybe it's something totally different maybe it's not even your parents maybe like you had a great relationship with your parents and um, there was someone else in your life who just 
somehow made you feel bad about yourself. And, you know, like our brains, like up until the time we're 25, like they're just so impressionable. And so throughout your life, when you're constantly getting the message over and over again that you're not worthy, you don't matter, you're not enough, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's really where all this this stuff comes out, where we we betray ourselves, um, we overwork ourselves, we overcommit ourselves, we we do way more than we need to because we're we're just so worried about other people because we may have been conditioned to do all this extra stuff for people, or we may have been conditioned to do certain things so that people will like us and love us and accept us, and. I think with like the mother wound and everything else I've been talking about, like it just, it all goes back to self-love. It goes back to the forgiveness aspect, um, just learning how to forgive yourself, learning how to forgive your parents or your friend or whoever it was that you feel like, you know, you may have some issues with. I think all of that is huge and just really like cultivating that awareness of certain behaviors and certain thought patterns and learning how to sort of talk yourself out of them and just replacing them with like better better feeling thoughts because I have this theory that you know when we love ourselves and we put ourselves first like that's really when like all the big manifestations really come to fruition um, and you just become this magnet for everything that you want because you you love yourself and you put your desires first and you put what you love first so that's kind of my take on that. But then the other thing I really wanted to talk about was, I think, well, what they typically say the real cure for all of this is, and I think a lot of you guys are going to find this to be much more solid and practical than all that other stuff I was just saying. But basically, you kind of have to reparent yourself with the mother wound. That's that's really just the key to um, sort of healing that is you have to show up and you have to be the parent that you didn't have. You have to take care of yourself. And that might look like, you know, making yourself go to the gym, eating good food, um, meditating, you know, whatever it is that you need to take care of yourself and to feel secure, um, making sure you're financially stable. Like if you didn't have that growing up, um, you know, that's something you, you know, might want to get on because if it, if it makes you feel safe, like, like you have to put yourself first. You have to learn how to like, just really like take care of yourself and just give yourself all that stuff that you didn't need or not didn't need. Sorry. All that stuff that you didn't have as a child. That's what I meant to say. Um, and that's really just the best way to do it. And I actually, I read this book that I think I linked in my last episode, um, about self-compassion by Kristen Neff. And I think it was somewhere in that book or some other thing she did um, where she said that, you know, if you need to like self-soothe yourself or just like calm yourself and be there for yourself, you can literally just like give yourself a hug, which feels kind of awkward maybe. But, um, you know, if you're ever like really upset and you just don't feel like anyone else can comfort you, um, you can literally try just like hugging yourself because your body still gets that same... um, those same like good feelings from it. So it doesn't matter if you're getting a hug from someone else or yourself. Um, that's one thing I've learned to really like sort of self-soothe and repair it in yourself is just doing really loving things for yourself like that. Like just think about the things that you wish that your mom would have done for you and just show up as that person for yourself. Give yourself that. And you can apply this to anything too. It's not even just the mother wound, I would say. You can also apply this to... Um, you know, romantic relationships. If you have a a romantic partner that you're with who, you know, maybe you're feeling like they can't give you everything that you want or need. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a couple of things you could do there. Like, if I think if you really feel like it's necessary, you could leave the relationship. 
But um, another thing you can do is just learn to give yourself that space and time that you need, whatever it is. If it is space that you need or alone time or, again, financial stability, like if you have a, a partner that isn't financially stable, like you can take responsibility, unfortunately, I mean, or try to take responsibility. Obviously, I don't know everyone's everyone's economic situations, especially with everything going on in the world right now. So I don't, I don't mean this to sound insensitive, but I mean, you can try to take those steps to do what you need to do to, you know, give yourself the financial stability that you need. Um, even if you have like a partner who doesn't do that. And maybe that's a bad example, but that was just the first thing that popped into my head. Um, but like I said, maybe like if you need comfort, if you need to like feel good about yourself, like you can hype yourself up. You can, um, you know, write positive affirmations. You can journal. You can just be kind to yourself. Like that's really what I'm, I think I'm preaching here with all of this stuff. And that's just kind of where I'm at right now. And maybe, you know, I'm sure that I'll change in a couple weeks or months and I'll be on to something else because that's just how I am. Like I'm, you know, I'm a manifesting generator in human design. So I really, I get on these kicks with stuff and then I, I just move on to the next thing. So right now, like I just, I really want to promote self-love and putting yourself first and, you know, being the parent or the partner that you need in your life and giving yourself those things that you've never had because you can, you totally can do it. You're capable and smart. And listen, I like, <laughs> listen to how I'm talking right now. Like, I will personally hype you guys up if you need someone to hype you up. You know, you guys are amazing and I believe in you guys. I just do. So I hope this episode was helpful. It wasn't as long as I wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you liked it, like it, uh, share it with a friend. Um, it would mean so, so, so much to me if you guys would take a moment to leave a review and a rating on iTunes. I love it when you guys do that. And it really, it really means a lot. Like it just, it helps out the show, helps other people to find it. So if you guys can leave me a rating, that would be amazing. Um, and yeah, feel free to get in touch with me on Facebook and Instagram. We have the Space Witch Community, which is a Facebook group where, you know, you can all connect and ask questions and talk about, I don't know, your, your own self-love journey and your own healing. Um, I'm in, I'm always checking that group. So, you know, you might get personal responses from me. You can also just follow me on Instagram at Whitney the Space Witch, all one word. And feel free to DM me and say hi because I love talking to you guys. And let's see. Oh, yeah. The last thing I just want to quickly mention is that from now until the end of December, you can get 20% off anything in my Etsy shop. You can use it on a natal chart reading with me. You can use it on um, one of my astrology mugs or t-shirts or whatever. Um, the code is, I believe, SPACE20, and I'll link all that in the show notes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I hope you guys all have a wonderful holiday season. And I will catch you here next week on the Space Witch Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me. And don't forget, you are so much more than your sun sign.